You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. It's great to be back with you for this week's edition of Under a Pile of Books. I've got uh, several things that I want to make sure that we get to, and the first of those is what I have been reading. And so for my week in review this week, I only have one book. Uh, It is A Tale of Stars and Shadow by Lisa Cassidy. This is a current Spiffbo finalist. And so uh, you know that it's a good one. Uh, and uh, it's gotten some some pretty good reviews so far. I think uh, two or three of the judges have uh, reviewed this one, and uh, and it's uh, certainly uh, I think gotten some some strong scores. So uh, for me, probably the thing that I really enjoyed about it most was it's uh, it's got the trope of kind of a group of disparate, unskilled. Uh, people having to, or or maybe not unskilled, but differently skilled. So a group of of disparate and differently skilled people having to to come together uh, and form a functioning team. And you know, there's a little bit of that uh, misfits coming together thing, a little bit of kind of a found family theme. And I'm really I'm really a sucker for those themes. So I definitely enjoyed those aspects of the story a great deal. And I really thought. Uh, the story really, to me, really shines the most when the focus, when the spotlight, if you will, is really firmly on the group and their dynamics. And I, I think Cassidy does a, a really good job of kind of bringing those different uh, personalities together and really showing some of the growth that they have as um as individuals and especially uh, kind of as a group and, and what they're what they're working to do uh, as a group. Uh, so I really, really definitely enjoyed that part of it. Also really enjoyed the world building quite a bit. Uh, so I, those of you who've listened to this podcast for a while know that I, I love deep worlds and whatnot, and this one's very neat. There's obviously a lot of development in history some of which is backstory and we don't necessarily get the details of, but but it's obviously there. And it's really neat, the winged folk uh, culture and, and what's going on here, the basically humanoids, uh, humanoid people that uh, have wings and are able to fly. Very interesting, very sort of different thing to do, something you don't necessarily see in fantasy a whole lot. And so I really enjoyed that aspect, kind of the world building aspect of this as well. Now, I will say that uh, I did. That there were a couple things that didn't connect with me quite as much. That's mainly due to I think at times the story can be maybe a little a little expositional, a little. Uh, maybe the way to say it is, I felt like there were times when. I was told about emotions when maybe I could have been shown the emotions a little bit better uh, or to a little bit greater effect uh, had I been shown as a reader the emotion rather than kind of told this is what the character is feeling. So so that happened with enough frequency that, that it didn't really connect with me and I, I had a hard time connecting with the main character especially. And, you know, in the midst of that... Um, 
There was nothing about the story that really hooked me and compelled me to read. Now, let me let me be quick to say it's not that I, that I didn't enjoy it. I did. Uh, I enjoyed the the story quite a bit. It's just for whatever reason, for me, there just wasn't that hook that really said, "Hey." pick me up, read me. Uh, I often found that that I didn't have a problem putting the book down. And uh, while I may have looked forward to coming back to it, I didn't necessarily have a, a, a need to really uh, come back to it. So uh, again, a little bit of a maybe mixed bag for me, I guess you could say, but definitely see why for for a lot of folks, uh, there's a lot of a lot of enjoyment in this one, and and it definitely, I think, I understand why it's a, a finalist in Spiffbo. So, uh, if you kind of like those stories with found family and some some cool world building and uh, uh, kind of a, a very skilled female character that uh, that is in uh, very much a leadership role. I think you are probably bound to to enjoy this story uh, as well. So I definitely want to keep on your radar, I think. In terms of what I have on deck, things that I'm looking forward to reading uh, very soon here, the two probably that jump out to me the most right now are uh, Binti, and uh, the, the novella, the first novella, and Blight Marked. So uh, Binti is one that has been on my list for uh, quite a while. And uh, I, you know, it's, it's one of those that, you know, I've been meaning to read and meaning to read and meaning to read and haven't gotten to it, haven't gotten to it, haven't gotten to it. So I've decided I'm just finally going to make the time and get to it. So that will be my next read, the first uh, Binti novella. And then I plan to move directly from that novella into Blightmarked. And this is an arc that I have from Josh Erickson. Now, this is the third book in his Ethereal Earth series. And again, if you've listened to me, uh, he's been on the podcast. Josh is a great guy, and I love his Ethereal Earth series. Hero Forged is the first book, followed by Fate Lashed. If anything, Fate Lashed is better than Hero Forged, so I will admit to having very high expectations for Blightmarked. Cannot wait to get to it, um, hopefully toward the beginning of this week, depending on how long it takes me to read Binti. I'll be starting Blightmarked, and my goal is to finish that before the end of uh, January. I finally actually spent... Uh, little bit of time putting together my reading list uh, for what, what I'm actually planning on reading uh, it, not only this coming week but uh, in the next several weeks as well and so I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good about that I've, I've got uh, some you know, I just feel like I've got a little bit of a better handle on, on my reading and and uh, that's that makes me really happy because I was starting to feel a little bit like uh, that was all spinning out of control and I had a bunch of things that I want to read and need to read and who knows when I was going to get to them. So got that a little bit more organized, but Binti uh, coming up next and then directly following that Blight Marked. So you can look forward to hearing about my thoughts or hearing my thoughts about those two on next week's podcast and uh, quite, quite excited uh, for, for both of those. So I think those are going to be a lot of fun.
In terms of upcoming releases that are on my radar that I uh, want to kind of, you know, keep keep in my kind of headspace uh, or that have been in my headspace and, and are releasing soon here, it, the first or the, the one that's been on my uh, kind of radar the longest is uh, The Bard's Blade by Brian D. Anderson. Now, that is uh, releasing from Tor Books, if I'm not mistaken, this coming Tuesday. Uh, yes, the 28th of January, 2020. So, uh, this sounds like a really cool book. A lot of folks that uh, I kind of follow around uh, the internet have arcs of this that uh, they have uh, reviewed, and generally speaking, it's been it's been reviewed well. Folks have have given it uh, kind of very good, solid reviews, and uh, I'm I'm excited for that. So uh, again, it's one of those things where I don't know when I'm going to get the opportunity to read this myself. So it, it's it's hard in that regard for me to you know it, it's a little hard to 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 know when I'm going to get to it, but I want to get to it. And anyway, the Bard's Blade it's coming out uh, this week. January 28th from Tor Books. So that has been on my radar. It's gotten some uh, good early reviews. So uh, go look it up on Goodreads. Look it up on Amazon. If it sounds interesting to you, definitely put it on your TBR. And uh, I know I'll be uh, excited whenever I get the chance to get to that. So The Bard's Blade by Brian D. Anderson. All right, now a few items from the news this week or just items of interest that uh, I've kind of picked up on. And the first of those is a new Knights of the Old Republic game. Now this is entirely rumor, I think, at this point. I don't know if it's really been confirmed at all, but I am a huge, huge fan of Knights of the Old Republic, particularly the first game, Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords. Uh, also, really, really fun game, and frankly, in a lot of ways, probably better than the original Knights of the Old Republic. However, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic 2 got rushed out during development, and uh, the ending to the game, as a result, was very disjointed. There was, uh, notoriously, there, there are... Uh, dialogue files, sound files that never get used in the game, quests that kind of just end like with, you know, without really any kind of resolution. And so I know a group of modders has gone back uh, and has actually created the, I think it's called the restoration mod where they've restored all of that content. And I've not played through Knights of the Old Republic 2 with the restoration mod. So that's something that I hope to do this year. Um, in, in fact, somebody on Twitter, uh, I think it was Philip from Booknest, uh, was was talking with me a little bit about that and just, you know, how how good that is to, uh, with the restoration mod, uh, how that kind of brings everything together. So uh, that's definitely on my list of things to do. But the, the rumor is here that there is a new game in development that is either a sequel to those games or a sort of reboot of both of those games and kind of combining both of those games into one. I've, I've, I've read different things, but I think the idea is to bring it into the current Star Wars canon, and that makes me really excited because if they're interested in bringing uh, Revan and, and, and Kreia and some of these 
characters uh, into official the, the new official canon. Uh, that that bodes well, I think, for maybe where they uh, where Disney wants to take Star Wars going forward. And so I'm I'm excited about that. I, I really hope that this turns out to be more than a rumor. But whether it turns out to be more than a rumor or not, uh, I think it's really kind of a cool kind of a cool thing. So anyway, rumor, but a new Kotor game in the works is something that I'm excited about, even if it is just a rumor. All right, next up, we have the first episode of Star Trek Picard uh, went live this week, and at least in the U.S., I'm pretty sure around the world, and uh, I've watched it. No spoilers, uh, but I really enjoyed it. I think this is this is kind of, uh, it just has the feel of Star Trek that I wanted to. It, it doesn't feel like the next generation. It doesn't feel like uh, Voyager either. Um, maybe it feels a little bit like DS9, but it's just so many years removed in terms of the filmmaking and the quality and all of that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it can really even be compared to DS9. It's its own thing, but, um, you know, gosh, I love... Captain Admiral Picard as a character and you know I really really just think that this is this is what they're doing it's interesting where they've taken him as a character sort of in the in the backstory to what brings us to Star Trek Picard there's definitely interesting stuff going on in the galaxy and with the Federation and and, and others and all of that kind of thing so I am excited to see what this brings kind of to 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 see what happens uh, in this series but star trek picard first episode i really enjoyed it i think it's definitely worth your time if you are a fan of star trek watch this series if you haven't seen much star trek before and you want to really consider yourself a fan i i think you can probably jump in with this series i don't think at least in the first episode oh there were easter eggs and there were things that made me smile but i don't think they're explaining everything that you need to know for the plot. I don't think there's anything, you know, that, that, you know, you, if you haven't seen the next generation or the, the, the four next generation movies, I don't think there's anything that you're going to miss out on unnecessarily. Cause I think they're explaining that and, and trying to make it an entry point for folks uh, to the franchise. So uh, Star Trek Picard very much enjoyed the first episode, looking forward to what comes after that. All right. The other thing that I wanted to mention, I, I meant to mention this actually last week, and it, it just didn't kind of got out of my mind uh, whenever I went to record the uh, podcast. But uh, there is, uh, you know, some folks have have been talking recently on our fantasy and other places. And I've had some discussions with people about what, what's the best way to get into fantasy. And I'm going to be recording a podcast on kind of my recommendations for books to get you into fantasy. If you're, if you're new to fantasy, here are some good books to read to get you into fantasy. So uh, that's going to be coming. I had hoped to get that out. And I just, there's a little bit more uh, kind of background that I want to do and make sure I'm, I've collected all my thoughts for that episode when I do record it. So, but that is going to be coming. Uh, at least that's my intention is, is that that will be coming. But in the meantime, uh, one way I think that's 
great to, to just take a look at new genres or whatever, uh, or new authors that you're not familiar with, is through samplers. And basically what a sampler is, is you go and, you know, you get... Uh, you you know you download a, a book or whatnot and you get uh, this book is not an actual full book but rather it's a um, like the first chapter or maybe the first couple chapters of you know a bunch of different authors maybe you know it's a bunch of different authors from a small indie press or maybe it's a bunch of different authors from in a particular genre or whatever but you uh, it's, it's really kind of cool, uh, or, or it's kind of a cool way, getting a sampler is kind of a cool way to whet your, your appetite and kind of see what works for you and what doesn't by just reading kind of the samples of a bunch of different books. So the self-published fantasy blog off, uh, you know, I follow Spiffbo all the time, and they've put together a sampler package of current and past uh, folks who have entered uh, Spiffbo. These are uh, folks who are are semifinalists. Who are um, I think there are a couple finalists. I think um, folks who were not semifinalists or finalists just just entered. And it's really I, I can't speak highly enough to the quality of books that I have found through Spiffbo, whether or not they've become semifinalists or finalists. So I, I really do have to speak highly to to just the the pool of authors that that are engaged with Spiffbo. But anyway, the Spiffbo sampler is available, and you can get it through Book Funnel. Uh, I, I think. The, the like the quick link is bit.ly slash spiffbo sampler. So uh, check it out. Um, again, that's bit.ly slash spfbo sampler. And, you know, you can download it for free from BookFunnel there and read, see what you like, and then go grab some of those books that you find that you like. It's a great way to introduce yourself. In this case, maybe not just to fantasy, maybe you enjoy fantasy, but you haven't really gotten into self-published fantasy. If you haven't, I think you're missing out on quite a bit, but here you have an opportunity. Go check it out. 70 authors in the thing. Uh, read the samples, see what you like, go buy some of their works, and uh, I think that you will find plenty to enjoy if you do that. All right. Uh, one final thing here in this episode uh, that I wanted to do. Happy birthday, Mom. No idea if you're listening, but today is my mom's birthday. She's awesome, and uh, she gets a shout-out, so happy birthday to you, Mom. Uh, I love you. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for sticking with me. And uh, it's great. All the interaction uh, with folks uh, throughout uh, Twitter and other spaces, uh, folks who email or whatnot. Thanks so much for for interacting. Thanks for sticking with me and enjoying this podcast. Uh, I love it. And I appreciate you as a listener. So uh, this week, happy reading to you.